Ownership is all about building on your own success with your own self-discovery. Your life is your business. Take ownership of it. Together, let's unlock the next level of your life. Ownership is here to help lead you without all the noise and distractions. There are hot topics and lessons in life to keep you entertained, gain value, and even some enlightenment all along the way. Ownership is brought to you by Allison Andrews Cantor, a certified coach and business leader with over 20 years of experience under her belt. A battle-born and proven successful entrepreneur, she is on a mission to help individuals take back ownership of their personal life. So are you ready? Let's go. Here she is, your host, Allison Andrews Cantor. All right, we're back. I can't believe it. Episode nine. Holy moly. And for our listeners that have been with us since the beginning, thank you so, so much. We adore you. You mean the world to us. We hope that you're sharing this content, gaining knowledge from it, getting a little entertainment and not feeling maybe so alone with some of the thoughts you're going through too. So that's, what's great about it. And we're all taking ownership over our lives together and being the best versions of ourselves and having that total wellness that all of us seek as individuals in our own personal life. But before we jump into episode nine, I just want to say, obviously, we're in the ownership studio and house studio here. And of course, I have my my bestie, my work husband, producer Jay Brown with me. Oh, thank you. Work husband. Now I got upgraded. All I, right. I kind of did. Well, I mean, for our listeners that are listening and people that watch this later, last night I had a client event because um, I have another life than ownership. Um, I kind of like to double dip on things here. And ownership is definitely my passion project. And last night I had a really big client event event that I also pulled you into to be our videographer for that event. So we are burning the coal on both ends here. We are just spending the whole weekend together. So yeah, you're definitely my work husband this weekend. Yeah. we. You know, I think this is the first time we spent this much time together in a long time. <laughs> you're over it. You're like, get me out of here. Well, I, I, was, I, was, so I was a little done. bit. I was like, I was like, I was like last night she was on, she was on one last night. I gotta, I gotta be with, well, no, no, no. Like, 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 so what you see now is Allison that's prim and proper and she's after an event. Oh, and the, and the, when the heels came off, when the red bottoms came off, oh my goodness, there was a whole different <laughs> Allison that you could see let loose. It was fantastic. The rap energy. It it's was. event life. There's producer vibe, uh, pre-production in the event of pure, perfect execution and looking at everything like a or like being the conductor of an orchestra. And then it's like that final rap hour. And you're right. It's when I changed the shoes. It is like... Oh, you went for those sandals quicker than oh, quick. Birkenstocks are godsend. <laughs> they have been my production shoes for over 20 years. I've loved them before they were hot and trending. I'm all about my Birkenstocks. I call them my Jesus flats and I'm here for it. And when those bad boys go on, it's a... We're in rap mode. Yep. And, but it was it was good to see that other energy that you have where you could let loose and enjoy yourself. And uh-huh. and and it, it, it was from... from from somebody that knows you as personally as a wonderful friend, but then seeing you as, as a work husband in a work wife situation, it was nice to see you have that time to then decompress. I went home, had some tacos, had a beer, and went right to bed. I was in bed by ten o'clock on a Saturday night, so this was this is new. But 
Ownership episode nine, what do we got? Okay, this is what I got because I was so inspired by the energy yesterday and what the theme of this whole weekend is. And like you were saying, watching me decompress. Well, last night, what was really fun about last night and why I was having such a really good time and kind of was tying one on with my my crew. Not only do I have the great luxury and pleasure of getting to work with people that I consider friends, which is beyond incredible. Um, I, I don't feel like my work is work. Like I get to play, I get to create and I get to do it with people I respect, um, have fun with and genuinely have a strong relationship with like outside of whatever it is we're doing or what set we're on or what event we're doing or what marketing campaign. So, um, Last night, I had some of my favorite people that I've not done an event with since really kind of the Fashion Week San Diego days. And, you know, I sold that a couple of years ago and I've had kind of my departure from there, slow transition out. And I've kind of been all quiet on the Western front, as you say, when it comes to those type of events. So last night I got to be back with kind of a skeleton crew of my Fashion Week crew. And it was like riding an old bike. And I don't think I've laughed that hard, honestly, in probably two years. It was probably the best medicine last night. I, my face still hurts today. My eye is swollen because I couldn't even keep it open anymore. Because when I laugh, I, my eyes scrunch up, my whole face compacts, and it's like a full body face laugh. So my eyes actually hurt. I've never had that in my life. My eyes actually hurt. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? One of the wonderful things about this, and I, I love that you posted this. So if you don't follow either one of us on Instagram, but if you follow Allison on Instagram, you posted this wonderful little tribute and it, it really tickled my heart first thing in the morning. So we've known each other for about 10 years. Yeah. And one of the first things I did, I did some shooting for you for Fashion Week San Diego. Mm-hmm. And you posted this thing and it was it, it was very, very heartfelt. I'm going, damn. First, I was, I was, I was like, oh, and I was like, damn, I've known you for 10 years. And then some other things that you, you had been on a, a talk show that I started back in the day where, mm-hmm. where uh, you had come on live and you were uh, pitching Fashion Week San Diego. And then we had done some small stuff here and yeah. there. And then when we, we, we got this big thing going, it was, it was fantastic, but it, it made me feel good. But the other thing Aww. was seeing you though, when you don't, when, when, seeing you right now is one thing, but seeing this woman work is completely different. She Energizer is, bunny. She is the epitome Aww. of boss babe. And Aww. you you just carry yourself with such grace and such glamour at the same time. And I just, I don't know how you do it. And it, it as, as a TV producer and a podcast producer, it, it gives me a different affinity for you seeing you take on that role. And you're just shuffling on a chessboard people where they need to be. So I was, I was, I was proud to be, your your coworker last night, but I was also incredibly proud to be your friend and see you in this wonderful light. So yes, bravo to you. Bravo to you. Bravo. Thank you to the whole team and bravo to my whole team because I'm just one person, but it does take a village and an army and you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. And I believe that. And um, so thank you, but it's a group effort for sure. Um, I'm only as good as my team. And that is really true because I've had some, some not so great teammates and it's a domino effect, but so that's the theme. Okay. So our, that's what I'm getting to. So for episode nine, this podcast last night, I was inspired and I kind of went a little rogue and changed our agenda a little bit because Uh-oh. I had, no, it's a good thing because I was kind of reflecting last night and this morning and kind of all today before we got into all this about how interesting it is to go from being an expert to a novice. 
So the title of episode nine, what we're going to talk about in this podcast episode of ownership is being an expert in one area and then going back to being a novice. And I think this is extremely relevant in today's world because we're having people now where it is absolutely common to have two to three completely separate careers, lives. I mean, how many people do we know went from cities and corporate jobs and said, forget about it and went and got land and now they're farmers. I mean, we all know some experience in our life, even thinking about yourself right now, you know, during the pandemic and COVID, a lot of people had these kind of come to God moments where they really took inventory on their life and said, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? Am I doing what I want to do? Is there something else I need to do, want to do, desire to do, and had maybe the guts, the time stuck at home, whatever it was, the perimeters got laid off, whatever it was, how to close their business because of what was going on in the world, whatever the catalyst was, they made that motion. But what's not talked about, okay, is not the fact that people are taking those risks and doing that. I'm all here for it. I mean, we literally, I write a chapter about taking risks and saying yes, and that's going to be our next podcast episode today. But It's really about the mental flexibility and being comfortable going from being an expert, a leader, um, someone who could do what they do in their sleep, right, to being a complete novice again. And that's a really hard flex. And I actually am in that myself. I recently got certified as a coach. I wrote a book. It's coming out here in a couple, a couple, by the time this podcast comes out, hopefully I have it in my hand. Um, you know, and I'm at the very beginning of this in the coaching world in the podcast world. I am not who I am in my other life. And to be able to toggle emotionally, mentally, and with our egos, our own self, and be able to go from expert to I'm, I'm, I'm happy to take feedback. I'm happy to learn. I need to grow. I'm not, I'm not the best here. And being able to toggle that is a mental flex and a great skill. And I don't think that I'm unique there. I think there's a lot of people that do that and maybe live with that in parallel like myself. So what are your thoughts on today's episode of going from being an expert to a novice and then maybe back to an expert again, if you're lucky to get there? Well, I mean, it's one of those things that there's a lot I could say about this because I've experienced that as well, but it's, have you heard that, that, uh, that anecdote about wearing a different hat? Yes. So it's, it's like that. It's like, you know, you have your mom hat. I have my dad hat, you know, you have your, your boss babe hat and I have my producer hat, but it's one of those things where, where when I got into my field, I didn't know anything other than what I knew from watching TV. Mm. You know, you know, that mm-hmm. takes people mm-hmm. behind the scenes and, and whatnot to make a television program or a TV news program or whatever. There's people that they're doing from the cameraman to the sound guy, to the technical director, to the director, to the producer. There takes a lot of people behind it. And it took me learning all that stuff and going, I don't know this and getting feedback. And then one of the things they tell you when you enter the, the broadcast world is that don't ever let your ego get big because all mm-hmm. it takes is one person to knock you down or rung and you're going to go all the way down. So you have to have to be humble pie because there's going to be times where you screw up and you make a mistake because you're still learning. And even now with all the knowledge that I have, there's still times I'm making mistakes and stuff like that. It's just, it's part of the thing. I think it's like a constant evolution of, of what we're doing as human beings as we're growing. I don't think anybody could ever be an 
expert per se. Yeah. But you can continue to grow and continue to learn and continue to evolve, get that knowledge that helps you know more than some person that's just coming into the business. And that's like when I worked in news, that was my goal was to train some of these new guys that were just starting out, give them the wealth of knowledge Mm -hmm. that I have. And there were times where the boss comes screaming out the door and I'm the first one to stand up in front and take the bullet and then go back and have that teaching moment and go, Hey, you know, what could you've done better? Mm-hmm. What could, you know, and so to prevent the mistakes from happening, but I think it's, yeah. a, it's a learning process. Yeah, I agree. It's absolutely a learning process. I mean, we have a whole episode on growth and growth mindset and, you know, continuing to grow. But I feel like if I were to extract one thing that I keep seeing coming out of this kind of going from an expert of whatever it is in your life, right? To being a novice, you touched on it. It's humility. It's being humble. It's being able to say, yeah, I might be this expert. I might be this leader. I might be the top dog, but I know I'm not. Even if you are paper, fact, stats, whatever it may be. Okay. Closing deals, whatever it is. Okay. But at the end of the day, like you said, it can just take that one hit, that one other person or pandemic, (laughs) sickness, death. I mean, whatever to totally uproot you and change you. But I think for the individuals who are coachable and open and aware, self-awareness to know that they even when they are the top dog, they're not the top dog and have that kind of mentality of never getting to that status, even if they're physically holding it, their title is it, their bank account is it, whatever it is, okay? But never actually adopting that title as their own, I think that's that key. It's that humility, it's that humbleness, it's that novice energy and mindset, not the ego expert, boss, leader, king, queen, mentality. It's that ego that will kill you. I think you touched on something really good. Now I I don't mean to interject, but no, please do. But but the the fact is, is I think you could be a good leader, but also be coachable because that's the way, the way that's what leadership is. is. I mean, my undergraduates in leadership, literally, if you are a leader, your whole thing is about the people you're serving. It has nothing to do with you. And so, but but I I think you, you touched on a really good thing. You have to be coachable. And I think a lot of people get into that mentality of going, Hey, I've got to this position. Uh, you, you've heard it before. I've got to this position for knowing all the stuff that I do, and I wouldn't be here if I didn't know what I'm. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, we know just, these people. Just because you, there, that's fine. That's great. We've all, some of us have even been in that spots. But you have to look, take a self evaluation and look back. I'm like, is there more that I can learn? And mm-hmm. you have to have that mindset of of having the ability of going. There's more I can learn. There's yeah. always uh, more that you can learn. I, I use it with my son about the analogy of the brass ring. And I've always told him, I said, you want to go for the brass ring, but you want to keep it so close enough where your fingertips are just touching it, but it keeps getting pulled up a little bit higher so that you keep, you keep chasing after it and chasing after it and chasing (laughs) after it. Because if you, if you don't, you're not going to continue to learn and you're not going to continue to grow, which was what we talked about in our growth session. But again, it's, it's one of those things about you need to- think it's learning. I'm cutting you off now. And I I giggled because it's so funny. Parents, we all have the same analogy, but we have our own spin on it. I tell my kids, you know, shoot for the moon. And then I say, if you don't hit the moon, it's okay. Cause you're in the stars. You're still in outer space. It's so funny. All we all as parents basically have the same thing, but we have our own spin on it, but cracks me up. But when it comes to this again, I really want to hone in on not having this kind of growth, keep learning thing. Because for example, I will use myself with fashion week, San Diego. I was the first independent 
owner operator of a world recognized industry fashion week, the only independent owner of a small independent, but yet recognized by the world fashion week and approved by the world in my industry. It was huge. Okay. That's a huge title. You can't go higher. I mean, within my scope of my world, um, ours was the largest, not only on the West coast, but in the United States, we were the first, we were the first to be the only binational fashion week in the world. When everybody in the pandemic went down and I had just sold this business, I came back full force, full engagement. And we were the very first fashion week during COVID to figure out how to broadcast live and go remote and still make profit off of selling tickets for people to buy a ticket to watch it online. We are the first. We beat Milan, actually, and we beat Paris. They were after us, and we're very proud about that. And that was an initiative of just, you know, figure it out and keep going. But I physically was learning and problem solving with what came up, but I never... Even knowing my stats, knowing my position, knowing what I did, my contribution and my role and where I sit at that boardroom table, right? And I know where that seat is for me. I've never, I've always, I don't know if it's a fear of loss. It's not a fear of loss. It's just this mentality, but like, it's, it's a mentality thing. It's more of an ego. Like for, last night at our event, for example, I'm walking past, as you said, in red bottoms, I'm in silk and lace. I'm full done up hair, makeup, the whole kabang, you know, boom, yep. boom, boom. And I see a napkin, a cocktail napkin on the ground with a skewer stick from one of the tray past appetizers. I literally reach down, pick it up and go find a trash can and throw it away. Yeah. I, I, I did a couple things too. I saw a couple of business cards and stuff on the ground. I'm like, you know, that's, Pick it up, throw it in the trash. But I know people who are in not even my level of position, but somewhat senior. Like, like walk past that. Walk right? past it or go find an intern or go find a low rung staffer to go back and do something they could have done in three seconds. So I really, my thing is, I think it really comes down to having that ownership of ego and ownership over never just being satisfied or just resting on that expertise. I'm the leader. I'm, I'm here. I'm the CEO now I'm good because at any time you could go back to being the novice. It's, you know, you touched on a very good point and, and you brought up something about, especially about ego. Cause have you ever met one of those people where their ego has been in the room for like 25 minutes and they haven't even gotten there yet? Jay. Oh my God. No, I haven't been in <laughs> entertainment, working in the fashion with designers, <laughs> models, makeup artists, Harris. No, I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't know anyone with an ego. Maybe that's why I'm like this because I'm so heart centric and I'm always pretty, um, I like to sleep at night and I'm a very honest person. And I like, I actually genuinely like relationships that are strong with people that I can, you know, that are, that are based in reality. Maybe that's why the ego never came in, in my industry or the fact that I was just so turned off by those people that I was always so aware of it and mindful of it, that I was like, I don't want to be like that. And, but you see that, that's a, that you put touch on a good point. And what I, I think was, what, that's probably what it is. Probably, that's probably yeah. what it is. But the thing that, that, that I was getting to is, is that, is that the people that have these huge egos is what they're the ones that aren't coachable. They're the ones that you oh, can't, not. you can't sit down and go, Hey, yeah, you know what you said probably wasn't you know really good to say. They're always the ones the quick to say. Well, I'm the boss. I can say what's right. And so, what what I think is that what we're touching on is that that you have to have this mindset of. I mean, everybody has a little bit of ego. It depends on how no, they. It's healthy. You should have some confidence. You should know where you stand. Is very good. Yeah. And but the the, the point that I'm getting at is, is that you also have to have that mindset and go. You know what? 
I don't know everything. I'm not a know-it-all. And there is more that that I could be told or taught by somebody else that mm-hmm. may help me improve or help me make me evolve as a human being. Yeah. I I just love even the word novice, you know? It's just it's a cool word. I dig that word. And you're going to hear we're having we're having drinks here. You going to pop it? Oh. This can, is like ASMR. Wait, what is it called? I, I, have, I have to hide the. I don't have to hide the label because I don't want to catch it off guard. Wait, ready? Oh my gosh! Such I'm a kidding. white dude. I'm just, Such a white brim, dude moment. Brimming. I'm just oh kidding. Oh my god! No, it's Anyhow, not. No, this it, is gonna get cut. <laughs> Slice and dice this moment. No way! That, that, that's a okay, white ha- cloth sponsorship. He has his choice, and then I have mine. But you, forgot, mean, you, you forgot the. You forgot the small little part. I love that Ackerman. Have you ever heard that? Kiss. Keep yeah. it simple. Stupid. Exactly. But I don't use the word stupid. I know. That's a no-no word in my household. But still. But it, it's one of those things that, that you just, you, I always tell, keep it simple. Don't don't overthink anything things like that. And that's part of this thing about about growing and, and, and not even growing, but but being coachable is what that. It's like, you got to keep it simple, you know, and and look, understand that there is more for you to learn. There's more for me to learn. I guarantee you there's probably a ton more for you to learn as well, too. So actually, I want to I wanna come back to the main, again, just theme of this episode. It's, you know, expert to novice. And I want to applaud and just shout out anybody who was able to silence their self-doubt and their fear and the scariness of going from being an expert to a novice. It's extremely uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. And I think it should be applauded and celebrated. And especially if that novice thing is maybe not as elite or exclusive or fancy or highbrow as your expert title was. I mean, that in itself too is cause for applause and has my hat, my hat is off to you. I I have so much respect for people who can not be a one trick pony or get so boxed into one identity, one career, one life, one lifestyle, and live in that almost fear base of fear of change, fear of, of doing anything that it takes them out of that expert space, whatever it may be that you've created in your, you know, atmosphere, job, husband, wife, home, whatever. Okay. Zip code, whatever it is, right. They're all the same kind of energy, right? We're talking about the same type of energy here. What's the driver or do you have the ownership or does the thing have the ownership? Right. And if you are able to go, you know what? The ego is not in the driver's seat. I know my worth. I want to have these new experiences. Remember all the full, the fun initialisms of ownership. I'm going to go and be satisfied that I had this expert thing and know that I'm capable of this expert thing because I've done it. I've lived it, but I'm going to go be a novice for a little bit. And guess what? It's like a cycle, especially for people like myself. If you're an entrepreneur out there or a self-starter or find a way to always, you know, do your thing and figure it out and, you know, do what you do. It's a cycle. It's like, it's like an infinity symbol expert to novice, novice becomes the expert, expert to novice, novice becomes the expert, you know, within some scale. Now, the longer and more successful as an entrepreneur you are, I think that grave of, you know, that scale. It, it kind it, of pinches down a little yeah, bit more. It it's, not maybe, the, it's not these it's huge not so curves. severe it's, of it, losing expertise to novice. You know, you don't ever go maybe so, so below your threshold of expertise across the board, but it's still that kind of cycling of, um, being humble, learning, 
challenging yourself, having new experiences and continue to grow as a human in all areas of your life. Well, you, you, you touched on a really good cycle of expert yeah. and novice. And one of the, a lot of things that you saw people post pandemic doing was reinventing, reinventing themselves mm-hmm. and taking that step. And I think the biggest thing for, especially for myself too, is stepping outside of your comfort zone. I'm good here. This is my happy little box. I'm an expert here and this stuff like that. But to then step out of that and reinvent yourself and go, what can I do that I have no, maybe a little YouTube training in or whatever. And you're wanting to find that expertise in it, but it's, 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 it's scary. And you get to step, what I've learned, what I've, what I've learned too, is that especially some of the stuff that I'm doing is that you have to be able to be okay with being scared and you have to be okay with being the unknown, the unknown, but not being a know-it-all because as an expert, you, I don't want to say know-it-all as a bad thing, but as an expert, you do know a majority of what you're doing. And the longer you're the expert in something, it's pretty hard to get thrown. Like last night's event, there was stuff that went down that if you were not a seasoned event planner, you would have lost full control. You would have stressed out. You would have been a basket case. You'd be passed out in the corner right now from exhaustion. Yeah me and my work life just kind of looked at each other and literally giggled and kept moving with what we had to do. And it was like a blip on the reindeer, you know, and that's, but again, that comes with time that comes with expertise, but at the same breath, you stepping out of that and going yes. into that and, and going into that comfort zone, uh, that, that pulling yourself out of that comfort zone and going into that, that complete unknown and novice mm-hmm. and scared out of your mind that when you make a mistake or whatever, you're trying to then recover as quickly as you possibly can. But I think that's, the good part of that cycle that you were talking about. And, and it brings us back to going that expert yeah. and novice. I want to go novice. one layer deeper here. Cause I think this is very relevant and then we can, I want to move to our next one because I think it's really good too. So for like myself, for example, my whole career has been outward facing, right? Public and mass media, mass public, not just one targeted segment. I play for a big audience, men, women, all sexualities, all backgrounds, all genders. So when you throw out a big net all the time and you play to a large audience, right? It's a different energy. It's different marketing. It's different events. It's different music. It's a different vibe and energy of output, right? Coming from within. Now with ownership, for example, it's, it's, very raw. It's not playing to the masses. It's something that I'm kind of playing to myself that I hope people like, and it's extremely vulnerable. And with age, you, not that you, age is very interesting. Like I was saying this last night too, I was cracking up is you have this juxtaposition of you have, excuse my French, no fucks left. You give no fucks, right? Cause you get to a certain point. Yeah. You're like, I give no fucks. Yep. And it's very empowering. I'm there. And you know, as a woman, almost in her forties, it's brilliant. <laughs> I, I am who I am, you Look know, at and, you and almost in your forties. I, I like dropping it now. I feel, I feel like a, a good fine wine. I kind of, I'm, I'm really enjoying saying this. It's kind of fill it, fitting me, you know, I'm feeling it. Um, I'm totally into turning 40. I'm actually looking to f- very much to my forties right now, but, um, But then there's this other switch of it where you've gotten so comfortable that you're that confident with yourself and who you are that you don't want anything to disrupt it. 
And that's where that fear comes in. That's where it gets really scary. That's where that novice energy comes in where you're like, oh my goodness, I know my identity. I know how people view me over here. I know that person. I know that avatar. I've worn that avatar suit for 20 plus years. I'm very comfortable as that avatar. This other avatar of me, Allison, for example, in my situation, is a totally different energy and it's a different offering and it's a different output than what I did over in that suit. And I don't know yet how it's going to be received because we don't know that without time, right? So far, so good. But we all have our own goals, self-imposed, whatever they are, financial, whatever they are, right? Whenever we're going into something and you don't ever get to know it until you have the evidence, until you have the time, until you have you know, whatever case study it is where you can actually look and go, okay, yeah, it did what it did or it didn't. And that's very challenging. That's very scary. And it's, it's very interesting to, again, toggle between expert and novice, expert and novice, that cycle and just kind of roll with it. And I think it's a really good, healthy space to be in. And I, I, if anyone's listening to this, that was on the fence or has been struggling with changing their avatar, like I just said, so to speak, I would say, try it on, do it, go be a novice for a minute. You can always go back to being an expert. Once you're an expert, you're never not the expert. That's the thing about it. Like if you see someone do a TEDx talk, I love giving this example because I've been getting pitched right now. So it's relevant. This is what popped in my head, but you never hear someone say, oh yeah, they were a TEDx speaker back in 2012, ex TEDx speaker. You don't hear that. They're a TEDx speaker. Doesn't matter. Founder of Fashion Week San Diego. Doesn't matter if I'm retired from it for the next 60 years. I was the founder. So expert is expert. It doesn't matter if you're the novice thing never happens again and you can't, you, it doesn't matter. So don't hold on to it so tight, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, you, you touched on a good point because you look back on that and I can go like, I'm, you know, former executive news, produ- uh, news pr- executive producer. And the thing was, is that you, you getting your mindset going, I'm, I think it's a mindset I'm thing too. I'm not that anymore. I'm not that anymore. Um, I am a senior producer. I am a podcast producer. I'm an aspiring, you know, production manager, uh, production, you know, company, you know, entrepreneur, yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah. I lost that word there for a second there, but that's because you're not comfortable with this avatar yet. I'm not. I almost kicked your ass last night I, on it too. We had a conversation this morning when you got here too. And I, I just found you a couple line items you were missing on your P and L. I gotcha. You did. And because, because I, my, my expertise, <laughs> so, <laughs> she, she's making me, she's making me feel really uncomfortable right now. My expertise, I'm laughing because I'm watching you squirm. You're like, oh dang, this went the wrong direction, Allison. This is not where really I want to go on the here. podcast. Um, no, but it, it's true because you know what? You brought up a good thing, and this, it, it doesn't mean it's like it's like I'm expert at making other people look really, really good. And it's scary to now and be now it's, a novice. And now I'm having to go, you know what? Now I'm this novice of, I want to start my own production company. I'm doing, we're, we're doing You've the podcast. You've never been a business owner. I've You've never always been a business owner. Somebody. I've always worked for somebody else. Yeah. And and for me, somebody's like, oh, hey, you know, I didn't get this, this video last night. You don't have night. to give the example. No, but it was, it was really quickly because the, the fact was, is you, you, I was going to do it for free. I'm like, oh, sure. No problem. Here I am. I'll just cut it for you. And know what that, then this wonderful lady over here said, why are you giving it away for free? And I'm going, you're right. It's my time. But that is the novice part of well, what my I am. First, my first thing I asked him was, are you interested <laughs> in dating this person no. of the opposite sex? And he said, no. And then I said, then why are you giving it away for free? 
<laughs> because I'm a nice guy. Because I thought I'm doing nice guy nice stuff. Nice guy, but and then what did I say to you? But it's just because you're a nice guy doesn't mean you have to not make money. This is, just because you're a nice guy doesn't mean you can't be a good business owner. This is true, but again, but it's that novice. It's, it's that novice mindset. It's no, novice what it mindset. is is tying whatever mental model that you have that ties your self worth with money and being nice and there's a disconnect there that you are very uncomfortable with tethering um yes and now she's my therapist no uh, because well i'm your coach and i'm a coach and i would love to be everyone's coach listening so please go to take hyphen ownership.com for more there but um that was a sassy and, plug and yeah you like it and book a 15 minute strategy session with me like mr j right now on live <laughs> podcast it, we're gonna do, you, it. We're gonna do, do a strategy I, am I, am session I, I, uh, no coaching's different i don't talk actually very much and see, i won't tell you what to do but see, you have to come up with that's it that's the funny thing is is that is that I, I think that because my I, novice, I wasn't even thinking about where my disconnect between my worth and, and, and my value on that stuff. It was just because I'm just normally, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a people pleaser, but it was just like, it's no sweat for me to do it. So I'm just going to help, help out and do it. But then that's I, not true. I had to like literally pull out of you and ride you and come no, up you, with your no, rate didn't. to charge to do some videos. And listen, this is a great topic for a different podcast, but I'll wrap it here because I think that's the number one thing is if you're, if you're in entrepreneur space and you're an entrepreneur, you got that. Okay. But if you're someone like Jay Brown or our listeners who have maybe always been gamefully employed and were the designated authority of what they did, but they weren't the overarching rainmaker, it can be really challenging to be in that novice space, but acting like a million bucks before you're a million bucks and then having to put a price on it. I think that is the hardest part for people who are making a transition from working for an employer to working for themselves is assigning that dollar amount and having the confidence, no fear as this novice and the worth <laughs> to say, yeah, I'm a $250 an hour person. I'm not charging her enough then. No, no, but you're, 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 you're you right. You have my CV. <laughs> no, <laughs> and but, actually that's not my rate. It's actually higher. I'm being conservative. I know, but, but, but you, you, you do touch on something like that. And <laughs> it's true because again, I, I've, I've worked for the man. You know, I've, I've had steady and gainful employment for a majority of my career. I've never been an entrepreneur. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit. If I can say it correctly, um, of going, yeah, would it be great to go out and do this and, 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 and be it's my own scary. boss. And it is so scary because you're so used to having the confines of But you want to, I'm cutting you up. You want to it's so funny? What's that? You want to know what keeps, what would terrifies me? It's going working for the man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I think I would, I would joke an all the time. Number, huh? I would be literally fired in a week because I wouldn't be able to stay in my own sandbox. I'd get in there and I'd be like, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. Spaghetti sauce here. Oh, let me do this like team development over here because we work a lot with this department and we could work better and more effective and more efficient. And I'm going to be like, who is this wild woman running through here? Why is she? making us do more work, invest more time, be more passionate. Where is she getting this energy from? And what department did she even, where'd she even come from? You know, I just like pop up in random meetings and be like, so what's happening here? Because 
I need to know the whole ecosystem (laughs) (laughs) so I can be more effective and efficient in my department and job and role. No, I'm telling you, no, no. Um, and I, I, I would, I, no, absolutely not. I would need to see full books. I'd want to see like the health of the organization. I know I couldn't stay in my own sandbox. I'd get out. I'd be, everyone would be like, get out. For me and for me. I'm that, that peg that fits in the round hole so easily where I, you put me in my own little space and I'm good to go. Whereas she'd be the one running around like her hair's on fire and going, you would be like, where, where did she? Or did what would happen her? is they would be like, oh my gosh, we have just found the gold mine. We're going to lay off all these people <laughs> and this one person <laughs> for less money, her salary versus six people. We'll do all this shit. Just oh, find it happy God. and get it done. And actually it'll probably get done faster and more accurate. And, um, more controlled. So you know what? We just won the lottery with this employee. I see a reality TV show in the making right there. Stick Allison in a company and see what she does. <laughs> oh my God. I, I Hopefully their HR department is on leave that week too, because I'm sure that would be gnarly. Because I, I think you might take over HR too. Probably. <laughs> We need a clean house everywhere, in my opinion. Everywhere, top to bottom. Let's go. Um, Oh my, a lot of, there would be a lot of group sessions, a lot of coaching group therapy sessions and mental health and yoga and meditation coming in and cold plunges. And I'd create like, you know, the like wellness spa, you know, in the parking lot because we don't need those car spaces. Wellness is more important and be very interesting. And then I would have, you know, but I got to balance out, but then I'd have like, you know, social cocktail hours with DJs out on the patio of the corporate campus, you know, to create a fun environment. Cause I love events. Yeah, Why not make I, it cool? I, you know, I would, I'm a mess. I would love to see this is I, what I do. I would love to seriously. I would love to see you like a random, like almost like, like what was that? The, 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 um, undercover boss. I would love to have like a reality TV show where we take Allison, <laughs> we put her in some fortune 500 company, <laughs> oh, no. maybe a bank, maybe I'm too colorful and see what chaos you bring, but the good chaos, not the bad chaos. I would find probably where they're hiding money and doing wrong transactions <laughs> and taking people's and doing bad stock deals. I don't know. I would just get really, really interested in that. No, but uh, to bring us back to full circle here is that, is that the one thing that, that we need to learn is that we all go through these cyclical things of 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 being a novice, being an expert, and coming back again. So, you know, that's... Having that mental aptitude and emotional aptitude to go from confidence to complete fear, fear of failure. Excuse me, I had the coffees kicking in here. But again, it's that, that mental flexibility and emotional flexibility. Because as we know, business is personal, personal is business. If you have a good day at work, you're going to have a good day at home. And if you're an entrepreneur listening to this or someone who's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, I'm going to tell you right now, your business is 100% personal, 100% personal. So it's being able to flex that muscle emotionally and mentally to go from expert to novice, novice to expert, and be able to toggle and toggle and maintain that ownership of your self, regardless of your status within yourself. All right. Yeehaw. I like it. This was a good one. I liked it. It was good. And I was inspired literally in the 11th hour. I think at like 2 a.m. this morning when I went to bed, I was like, you know what? I'm going to scratch what our normal nine was. And I want to talk about 
expert to being a novice and because I'm you, in it. When you do that, it always scares the living daylights out of me because I don't know where you're going to come from I at that point. I changed all episodes. Oh, all of them are man. changed. But they're all really, really good. The next one, though. So um, if you liked what you heard, every two weeks, we got a new episode for you. And I just want to encourage you to follow us and connect with us on Instagram at take underscore ownership or myself at Allison Andrews Cantor. And again, you can go online to take dash ownership.com to schedule a 15 minute strategic, uh, session with me, a coaching session. I would love it. It would be my privilege and honor to get to coach you. And until then, from Jay and myself, we just want to thank you so much for listening, subscribing and sharing and tune in. And before you go, I'm going to challenge you like I always do. Get ready for it. What is one thing you can do in the next two weeks to take ownership over your life? If you like today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share and like. Don't forget to join our community by connecting with ownership at take-ownership.com. You can buy the book, become a show supporter, join our monthly soul boardroom, and engage in free strategy coaching sessions with Allison. You can find all of this and more at take-ownership.com.